What is up, family? Welcome to this edition of Unleashed with your girl, Alexi Panos. And today I wanted to share with you a little a little of what's been going on in my own internal world. Uh, for the last few months, I've been mulling over this idea of confidence and worthiness and really letting it marinate in my life and considering what does it mean for me and where do I stand with it and how do I feel about it? And I've been getting some really interesting insights around it that I wanted to share with you because there are these slight little reminders of what true worthiness is really about. And I'm using the word worth and worthiness over confidence very specifically because as I thought about confidence, um, linguistically, it really kind of felt like it was dependent on something else, like it needed some sort of external driver in order to exist. So I'm confident because I feel like I've got the skills. I'm confident because so-and-so believes in me. I'm confident because um, I've proven this to myself. I'm confident because I've got the money or the body or the blah, blah, blah. Worthiness is this inherent thing. And to me, it feels like worth and confidence are similar in their differences like knowing and belief. Confidence is the belief that I've got the ability to do something and the confidence to do it right now versus worthiness being the knowing of who I always am. And what's really interesting is I thought about the stages that I've gone through in worthiness and um, it actually brought me back to a conversation I had with a friend very early on into my personal development journey, not even my my time as a professional coach and leader, but as a student, a very young student in this work, then that was talking about worthiness. And um, he said, you know, what, is, what does worthiness mean to you? And I don't remember how I answered at the time, but it made me think about where I used to place my worth. And, you know, as a teenager, (laughs) very funnily, but but very, um, in a very normal sense, we place our worth in kind of our status, our social status. You know, I've been doing a ton of research into the brain and brain development and and that's actually chemically expected because at the age of 15, our brain goes through this chemical change where it focuses its growth and expansion in the social arena, which means it's looking for evidence that it is included and it fits in societally so that it can survive. So that happens around those teenagers when we're worried about popularity and do we fit in and who are our friends and who do we sit with at the lunch table and all of those things. So it makes sense that as a teenager, my worthiness was placed in this idea of, okay, well, I'm worthy based on my association, based on who says I'm worthy, based on who deems me worthy enough to sit next to at the lunch table. And not only is that very dangerous, obviously, um, but it, it can cause a lot of internal identity issues because a lot of people create their identity around that age. And they kind of freeze frame in time. And so I I was not part of the popular crew. I was kind of that person who was friends with everyone because I was smart and kind of a nerd. So I was in the the AP classes, but also athletic and on the soccer team and played sports and track. 
but also could kind of dress, but was also funny and also like always rooted for the underdog. So I was kind of that random person that showed up everywhere. (laughs) That was me. And it did affect my identity. Now, as I'm saying this, I want you to consider like at that pivotal stage of, of 14, 15, 16 years old, when your brain was going through a chemical change and, and looking for its connection to worthiness through society and its social structures, what, what did you map in your identity about who you are at that time? For me, it was I mapped you're a chameleon. You can fit in anywhere. And that's a good thing. That's how you're going to survive. That was my survival strategy. For other people, they map, you're the pretty one and that's your survival strategy. Or you're the athlete or you're the funny kid or you're the X, Y, and Z, right? You're the bad boy, the bad girl. And that begins to map a part of our identity. And then I thought about, okay, I, I, I get into now, you know, I've graduated high school and graduated early, graduated a year early. Okay, so now my worthiness is that I'm smart. And I hinge on that as my worthiness for a really long time. I'm the, I'm the smart kid. And I kind of carry that, like I'm the brainiac. I'm the one who can read all the books and do all the things and know all the things. And worthiness went from, you know, the chameleon to my smarts to in my 20s, my looks, I was in the entertainment industry, to my personality as a television host. But worthiness was really confidence. And this is why I wanted to make that distinction early on, because confidence, it was like I had this little like bolt of, of, of inner confidence, like, yes, I'm finally worthy because people see that I've got a great personality, because people see that I'm really smart, because people see that I'm a chameleon and I can fit in in any social situation. The outside world was validating my internal conversation about my identity, which is, in my opinion, confidence, but not worthiness. And so now I come back to this idea of mulling over, well, then what is worthiness? If worthiness is not that, and confidence is really this external stimuli that validates this identity and idea we have of ourselves, worthiness has to be something so much deeper. Again, it's, it's like the difference between believing and knowing. Knowing and believing sound very similar, but they're very different. Believing is having faith in an idea. And if the world proves our faith right, we feel good about it. If the world proves our faith wrong, well, we can question our faith, right? We question our beliefs. But a knowing is I've experienced it. I know it to be true. And you can't tell me any different because it lives in my body. I've experienced it for myself. And that to me is what worthiness is. I know my worthiness to be true. I know my worth to be true, my inherent worth to be true because I've experienced it. It's not this idea of of who I am based on my job or my title or the fact that I've got kids or I'm married or I'm successful or I've got money in the bank or live in this kind of house or drive this kind of car, have this kind of body. No, all of that can be taken away from me. So I might be confident because of it, But I I don't truly know my worth if I'm leaning on that to affirm who I am. And I think with everything that's happened with COVID and everything that's happened in the world as of late, where there's been so much uncertainty and so much of our day-to-day things that we've relied on for that external validation of internal confidence, they've, it's been taken away from us. I mean, everything from, you know, people have lost their jobs, people have um, 
lost their status in their jobs. People have lost their status socially. Maybe they were the life of the party and now there's no parties to go to. So so who are they without the party? Maybe they were the person that was the head of the PTA and they formed all of their identity around that and now there's no PTA anymore. So, so we really got kind of a shakeup of this idea of external bolstering of confidence. But the gift is we've had the opportunity to find something more true. And getting back to this idea, idea of inherent worthiness, I don't believe I'm worthy. I know it because I've experienced it. I've been thinking a lot about what that's connected to because I do. I do have an inherent knowing of my worth, of, of who I am. And I don't even like the word worth. Now that I say it, I'm like, it's not even that word. There's no, there's no word to encapsulate it. But there's an inner knowing of my true power, of my true essence. And it is that I know myself beyond the human identity. I know myself beyond my human accolades and achievements and things that I have that I've accumulated. I know myself beyond the skin suit. So I don't define myself by the skin suit. I don't define myself by the body or the hair or the face or the wrinkles or lack thereof or the whatever. I know myself as something deeper and truer and far more powerful than anything a human skin suit can be or accomplish. And so that for me, number one, has been a fucking journey to get there. (laughs) You know, I say that and I say that with confidence because I do know it. But as you hear that, I want you to know that that journey of getting to that knowing was not easy. That took a lot of work, a lot of really hard, frustrating, crying in my bathroom floor kind of work where I didn't feel like pushing up against my edges. I didn't feel like facing off with my ego. I didn't feel like facing off with all the areas that I was giving my fucking power away to anyone and anything that was willing to validate me in any sort of way. But I had to look at all those areas. And again, I wanted to share this insight with you because it's landing for me in such an incredible way because As most of you know, I've got three very young kids at home, and I'm constantly thinking about how I can best set them up for success in life. And I don't mean success in in the worldly sense, of course. Yes, I wish that for them if that's what they want, but I mean success in the inner world, in the inner sense. How can I set them up to feel successful, to feel purposeful, to know their inherent worth? to know the truth of who they really are, their true power. And it's this idea. It's this idea. Because when you're tapped into the idea and the knowing of what you truly are, which by the way, in my, in my opinion, this is just mine, but in my opinion, you are made up of the same stuff as stars. We are all universal cosmic stardust. We are all We are all made up of the most powerful stuff in the universe. The fact that we have consciousness, something that science is still trying to wrap its head around, is fucking huge. 
you know? And, and consciousness goes beyond our physical. It goes beyond what we identify with on a day-to-day basis, our five senses. But most of us just spend most of our time in our five senses. And we spend most of our time finding ways to validate and make our five senses feel better, to validate our egos, to say, hey, you're doing great. And now you have proof of it because you have this car and you have this money and you have this house and you have this success and you have these followers and you have these amount of comments and you have this body and you, you have these babies and blah, 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 blah. But do you actually feel successful on the inside? Because it's, it's my assumption that when you truly know who the fuck you are, like really know, not just believe, not just be confident from time to time when things go really well in your life, you're like, fuck, I'm confident things are going well. But when you know, when you know the truth of who you are, that you are far beyond anything that you can even identify with in your day-to-day human life. You become unstoppable. You become unbreakable because you recognize that everything that occurs on this human plane is here to grow you, is here to expand you in your human journey, in your human evolution. Always knowing the truth of who you are, knowing that you are infinite possibility, you are infinite consciousness, you are spirit and source as a a drop of the ocean of spirit and source, you are that. And everything on this human plane is here to grow you and expand you even further and deeper into that truth and knowing. So not only do you become unstoppable, unbreakable, But you also have the ability to not be owned. Now, this is big. We live in a world right now where as much as... Listen, listen. I know some of you are going to listen to this and be like, I'm not owned by social media. It doesn't own me. I'm free. But like, just take a moment and just take a a moment and get honest because I had to do this with myself. There was a moment where I thought I was free and I was consciously showing up to social media and I was consciously, you know, doing all these things. But really, really, if I got real honest, that shit owned me. Maybe not fully, but it owned me in the way that it controlled my confidence. Oh, wow, that post did really well. Boom, confidence is up. Oh, wow. That thing got shared a bunch and went viral. Ooh, confidence went up. Ooh, wow. I got booked from this speaking gig because of X, Y, and Z on social. Oh, wow. Validate, validate, validate. If anything is pushing your buttons of significance and validation, whether it's social media, your job, the people you have in your life, the people you're, you're finding and swiping to on any of these dating apps, If you find yourself getting a little boost of confidence, it's not real. Why? Because it's reliant on something outside of you. And that shit goes away. It comes. And when it it comes, it comes and it's fucking great. But when it goes away, so does your confidence. So does that bolster of, I'm feeling good. So is it real if it can be taken away? My thought is no. This is what I mean by saying, like, get honest with yourself, because the only way we can ever change is if we're honest. And, and social media, as big of a blessing as it's been to so many of us for so many reasons, 
It is also an insidious owner. And, and we are the slaves. And I hate to say it like that, but it's true. We are producing, 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 producing to try and get to some idea of, of what? Validation. So getting back to this idea of when you know, when you know, you know, you know, you know who you truly are, you can truly be a sovereign being in how you utilize the world, how you, how you exist in the human plane whether it be with social media or dating or anything else, because it won't be reliant on a feedback mechanism of get me high, make me feel good, bolster my confidence, give me approval, make me feel like I'm good enough. That's a drug, and you are being owned by it. So I don't know if any of this is making sense. I've just been rambling for I don't even know how long, but... I had a thought this morning that I had to share these inner musings with you because I've been getting so much out of it myself and I'm still unpacking it. I'm still unpacking it. I'm still watching how this plays out in my day-to-day life. Um, but it's really interesting because, you know, for instance, as I record this, it's International Women's Day, right? So I'm like, oh shit, I should, I should do a social media post. It's International Women's Day. I'm a woman. I should do a post about empowering women because I believe in that and I'm all about that for real. Like, I'm actually all about that. But then I said, do you want to post? And I said, no. Like, I literally had this conversation. I'm like, but do you actually want to, like, create the space in your day to make a post? And my answer authentically was no. So I didn't do it. But the only reason I'm having that conversation with myself, and I've been having that conversation with myself recently, is because I'm in this bigger conversation of knowing who the fuck I am. And knowing that I don't need social media or on the very micro, I don't need to post because it's International Women's Day to prove that I'm somebody because I know who I am. So the invitation for you is, is to dive into this, to marinate on this thought yourself, to look for the ways in which you're selling your worth out to the world and saying, hey, can you validate that I'm worthy? If I perform here, will will then I be worthy enough for you, for me? Or maybe just take your power back and say, fuck it, I'm playing my own game. It's time for me to get in touch with the truth of who I am. And that journey is not sexy. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Instagram worthy at all. <laughs> you know, It is not sexy at all. But to me, it's, it's the truest journey you could ever take. It's the most profound thing you could ever do. It's the most incredible gift you could ever give yourself because it's truly, truly what empowerment is. When you know who you really are, what you really are, because it's not even a who, it's a what. When you know what you really are, you can divorce this idea that you need something outside of yourself to make you, quote unquote, better, bigger more worthy, more confident, or whatever story you tell yourself. And we all do it. We all do it. It's the human dilemma. So that's the invitation. I hope you enjoy this. I hope you got some value out of my ramblings and my musings. But again, I had this hit to share it. So here it is. It's here for you. I hope it lands for you. I hope you get something from this. Um, 
If you did, my ask is that you share this with one person. Let's go ahead and hit that share button on whatever you're listening to it on. Send a text to somebody. Send a text to, to a few somebodies that you're like, yo, you need to listen to this. And let them know what came alive for you because it's one thing to send something to someone or recommend a book. But like, be real about it. Like, man, this just opened up the fact that like, I'm giving my power away to dating. I'm giving my power away to sex. Or I'm giving my power away to social media. Or I'm giving my power away to, to money or fame or youth or looks, whatever. Just get real. Like, that's what the world needs more of is our realness our authentic expression and our ability to not take ourselves so damn seriously and just show the fuck up as human, right? Because that's what we are. We chose to be human, so let's be human. Let's stop trying to get it all right and let's just be human for a moment. All right, I love you guys. Thank you as always for spending this time with me. And as I said, I hope this illuminated something for you and you take this on in a way that it's a seed planted. And that seed grows and germinates into whatever it needs to be in your life and in your inner world. I love you. I will see you on the next episode. Peace.